0: Hello, and welcome to Structure and Synecdote. I am your modest host, Ty Foreman. Last episode, I spoke about the transcendental nature of filmmaking, where in the transcendental, there is found a less rigidly defined boundary of what constitutes the context of ideation and characterization, or ideation exemplified by characterization, where rigidity is implied by artistic formalism or academic formalism. We must touch upon the nature of the artist in their effort to create a sort of safe space for those whose ideation experientially exists in a state of self-determinism as opposed to imposed determinism. We find that the cinema allows audiences to ideate more so than they would without the medium. To choose how they see themselves as stories are repeated in different renditions with different actors, directors, or writers to see how differences of personality are facilitated by the society they live in, where we come to find that no one modality within the confines of experiential structuralism can be said to confirm or negate the inherent condition of life more than the other we find that personalities and discursive means of interaction can exist in various modes, humanizing the fundamental materialism of society. I hope that this podcast series continues for a long time and explores the structural components of postmodernist cinema and experiential structuralism in an attempt to bridge the state of ideation explicitly displayed in cinema and that of the human being or human condition. Whether it be an actor's perspective on the impact of situations, atmospheres, and causality, to a director's idea of cohesive structuralism and the aesthetics of composition relative to the phenomenological world we live in, to the writer's state of more transcendental intuition of aesthetics separate from any tactile means of interacting with what they in the positivist sense hold within themselves as a representation of aesthetics, in that the ideation of the writer must exist entirely in conception. There are no visualizations to reinforce the humanity of the idea of aesthetics and relate-ability necessary to be a successful and coherent writer in the modern era. It is the case that writers exist in a world of Kantian a priori where the object of reflection of contemplation is bound within the realm of causal relativity where one thing must allude to another and so on like a fractal where they must fill in empty spaces and see patterns within the metastructure of the same overarching pattern where the aesthetics must be self-referential in its own transcendental nature, where characters ideate and circumstances are colored by the way they quote unquote, choose to interact with these spaces. We find the transcendental nature of the interaction with spaces parallel that of the social agent. An experiential reality, where spaces can become more than the passive composition of materialism that we find them to be. Spaces can contextualize a superhero's triumph, just as that same space can contextualize a mother's shopping for her family. These spaces then, in ideation, become malleable. And the knowledge that they are not private property, at least the idea of the aesthetic of the space, in that we find that the aesthetic carried by a social actor can exist with or without said space. This transience of association with spaces does not necessarily allude to a transcendence of ideation, but the nature of the intuitive aspect of transitivity implies a priori ideation, which then implies the sovereignty of the modality of ideation of the social actor free from constraints and given the ability to more freely interact with their world in that they are able to ideate according to what equates to referential aesthetics and not place-dependent materialism. Spaces then divested of their inherent materiality release their grasp upon the scope of the modality of social actors. Creativity can abound anywhere and an actor in the most mundane of places can view themselves as anything other than what they thought they could be relative to materiality. Ontological Idealism espouses the materiality of pure conception. From the actor's purview, we do not see pure ideation except in the manipulation of the self. Do we then suppose that the actor lacks the ability to ideate or embody creativity? Perhaps this argument can be made in that their medium is more physical than that of the director or writer, but we also find that the actor more immediately connects with the social agent or viewer. The actor, in accomplishment of this, must yield to ideation of social norms and values, as. Opposed to directors and writers, actors in characterization and communication of story and a priori ideation then reference a posteriori, those things which are more readily understandable in the sort of way Next Nearest Neighbors is in that the ideation communicated is one of the form of the body and optics relative to a given circumstance. Next nearest neighbors in terms of machine learning. To, uh, to be clear about that reference. Alright, that does it for this week's episode of Structure and Synecdote. Um, Thank you for tuning in More on the way In this tripartite uh, Series On structuralism And transcendentalism This is Structure and Synecdoche Signing out